0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply. Do it.
1: The Kevin and Bean Show sounds like diarrhea to me. K Rock.
2: Hey, listen. I know we uh, we have the scientific survey standing by. We have uh, callers on the line. But do you mind if we do something real quick? Sure. But ahead of that, let's bring up the uh, satellite. I think uh, beer mug is uh, joining us on location in Australia right now. We need an update on a story that I have been following. Mugs, are you there, sir?
3: Aye, oh, good eye, Kevin and Bane. <laughs> and,
2: <laughs> and where where are you right now, Beer Mug? We
3: <laughs> are at the Goat Island Lodge just south of the Adelaide River where Casey the Crocodile and Pippa are having a blast here with owner Kai Hansen.
2: <laughs> now, what is the uh, what is the deal? Uh, Pippa has some sort of a trick that she runs back and forth to the water and like kind of taunts the crocodile a little bit? <laughs> it's quite adorable actually for
3: 10 years now Pippa has been chasing Casey the crocodile around the minute that Casey gets out of the water Pippa just jumps right at him and Casey gets like a scared
2: little croc and goes right back into the river and how does, uh, how does Pippa seem today? I understand that Pippa's getting ready to try it one more time. Pippa's,
3: Pippa's crawling out. Oh, here comes Pippa right now. Oh, hi, What an adorable little terrier. All right. And here's Casey the croc. and here comes Pippa. And Pippa is running up to Casey. Casey seems to be staring at Pippa, something that the guests... Oh, look, everybody's having a great time. Oh, no.
2: Oh, no. Oh, no. None! Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, are you kidding me it didn't work out for Pippa mugs? Oh, that's a wrap on Pippa. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thank you. Uh, nice to hear from you all the way in Australia. So uh I was hoping, man, the first thing I thought when I woke up this morning is I hope Pippa makes it today. Sure. But it uh, didn't look like it was her day. Sorry to say mm, That's a shame. Yeah. <sighs> Alright, here's the uh here's the deal. Since since we brought you this story on Animal Stories a couple of weeks ago, we've been having some fun with Pippa versus Casey. But, Allie, would you say it's fair to say that not all of our listeners have enjoyed it as much as we have? Yeah,
4: some, uh, some are very upset. <laughs> I mean, the dog
5: does get eaten by the crocodile. Yeah. Pippa got away with it for 10 years. Right?
2: She kind of had good Let's look coming. at it that way. She 10 right? had years had, of
5: good life. Had a good she, run. She, <laughs> she did. She kind of
2: had But there are people, and look, I am very much an animal lover. Very much so. And I never in a million years would want to see anything bad happen to a dog. Except I, for Pippa.
4: But it is hilarious. <laughs> In this case, so that's why it's so shocking. You of all people would get. If Kevin found this clip, yes, I yes. feel like you would be the first one to be like, "This isn't okay, yes, guys." I would play it, and it would drive him crazy. Right. But the tape is so funny because everybody is so funny. So excited.
2: Uh, but so you're on is- my side now. Oh, now that scares me. Right? This, so this is what, because we heard from people, I mean, some regular listeners who contribute all the time, they write in and say, look, I've been listening to your show for decades, but I just can't anymore if you're going to play Pippa. That made me start to think that, hey, there may be some people out there who this is just too traumatic, too painful, too mean. So maybe we need to do a scientific survey on this, leave this up to the listeners to help us, guide us on whether we still play the Pippa tip. So we just take votes and our listeners decide. That's right. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
6: It's time for Kevin and Bean's scientific survey. Some good production right there. Okay.
2: (laughs) Um, Just got this text in, by the way. If you guys play Poor Pippa Dying every goddamn day, I'll never listen again. Mm. Swear to God, Bean, if you play the Pippa clip one more time, I'm going to take you to Australia and throw you to Casey the Crocodile. I can't take it anymore. mm.
5: Let me ask you a question, though. To make sure that the voters know what they're voting on, Mm -hmm. we should play it for each one.
7: Oh, am
5: I my right? God. <laughs> so just to make sure they know ah, they know the no. whole issue.
2: I, don't, I think right? I, I think they just heard
5: it while dude. they were on hold. Come on,
2: man. <laughs> All right. Let's take our first call and see. I'm nervous. I'm a little bit nervous because on the one hand, I love the Pippa clip and I want to play it. But on the other hand, I don't want to do something if it's driving listeners away or making people uncomfortable listening to our Since show. Since when did that become your position? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Karen, good morning.
0: Good morning. Long time listener, first time caller. Thank you. Oh,
5: thank you. thank you. Thank you, and thank you. Okay, so what do you feel?
0: Um,
8: definitely keep playing it. Only because the first time was so traumatic,
4: but the second time made me so happy.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
4: right. uh... I mean, if you keep playing it. Like, people will turn around, I swear to God. Okay. Really
2: it, it's, one of those that's, it's one of those things that's not funny, not funny, not funny, not funny, not funny, and then boom, suddenly it's funny.
0: Especially how much Dean enjoys it. Uh, that like, mean that really okay. does, <laughs>
2: that really does help. Okay, that right. really made me
6: happy. Thank right. you,
2: carrot. Yeah. All right, we're gonna put you down as a yes on Pippa. All right, that's one. Who's next? Let's go to Rob and Orange. Hi, Rob. Hey, hey party people. How
5: you guys doing? We are good. Thank doing you. Great. right. We're fine. Right.
2: I'm a little nervous though because uh, you know we got Pippa Gate going on here. What do you think? Uh,
9: it's definitely pretty messed up. Um, not a fan of it, though I did laugh and have continued to laugh when you guys have played it. It's probably, it's probably if you could like edit out the sounds of Pippa, it might be a little bit better, but. Play it yeah, or no? We need a yes or a
5: no vote here, dude.
9: I'd say probably not now. Right, so oh. Rob is a no.
5: He's hmm. a
2: no. Right on the fence, though, right? Just barely. Yeah. And he and he laughs when he hears it. Right. But he's still saying no. I mm. love
4: that Rob wants it edited. He does, yeah. Right. <laughs> Ed- Edit it, it'll all right.
2: be good. <laughs> all right, one to one on this scientific mm. survey. All right, let's go to is it Marie? Mary?
10: Maddie. Maddie.
2: Hi. Maddie, welcome to the show from Southgate. You know what we're talking about here. Pippa, yay or nay?
10: Yay. It's
5: hilarious.
2: Yay. yay. Ask, it's hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, Maddie. I I don't know. I don't think we're appealing to the best instincts in people because they know how wrong it is. Right. Yet they still can't help enjoying it, and that's kind of
4: how I feel, too. But that's
5: sort of our whole show.
4: Can I share with you a uh, text I got yesterday? Yes, of course. From Mrs. Bean. Oh, from Donna.
2: Oh,
9: no. She doesn't
4: get a vote. I woke up late. Did Pippa make it today? <laughs> oh my God! What's happening in that home? <laughs> All
2: right. Where are we? Two one. Two one. Two to one. And three is the magic number, right? Correct. Okay. All right. So let's go to Steve and Covina. Hi, Steve. Popo's out, fellas. Allie, what's up, girl? What's up, Steve? <laughs> All right, Steve. You could be the deciding vote, or you could tie it up. We're two one right now.
11: Yay or nay on Pippa? Well, I'd like to say toughen up, America. I'm a yay. Look yay at every-
1: that.
9: <laughs> and it passes.
5: <laughs> Steve is a great American. Karen is a great American. Maddie is a great American.
2: Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Let's check in with Pippa and see how she's uh, responding to the news, shall we?
7: <laughs> oh! No!
6: None! Oh!
2: Oh! That's a shame. Huh?
5: She was just
1: celebrating. It felt like she had it.
6: That was Kevin and Bean's scientific survey.
1: The Kevin and Bean Show. It's a total disaster. On K Rock.
5: I don't
2: know that I can support a Golden Knight's hat. I'm not sure that that's a thing. Uh, John Taver can wear whatever he wants. By the way, that's what I'm saying. He is an award-winning <laughs> hospitality expert, best-selling author, highly respected management guru, and of course, the host of Bar Rescue on the Paramount Network. Formerly Spike. Welcome back, John. How are you?
12: Good to be here, man. It's been a
2: while. Sorry that uh, Kevin is it's starting by throwing shade at your hockey team, but you are very enthusiastic about your Golden Knights. You
12: he think. threw a little shade, but he gave a little credit too, and mm-hmm. I thought it was a reasonable conversation, not a <laughs> fanatical one.
7: Right.
5: It's an amazing thing they did for a first-year team.
12: It is. It's, it's good for Vegas. I was remember. We had the shooting. Yeah. And, sure. and the season started at home literally a week later. Oh, wow. So, you know, House we. Las Vegas is a sports. City? City, yeah. Uh, it's great. We're excited about the Raiders big yeah. time. So, you know, we, we feel that we're going to have an NBA team within the next couple of years. Is that right? Uh, uh, yeah. So, it's, it's. What's interesting about the hockey team is two things. One, we sold out season tickets. Right. So, it was really participation. But unlike other cities, about 30% of the people in the arena are from the opposing team because they come to Vegas for the sense. weekends sure. particularly so you see the red jerseys the kings jerseys so so I must say and you're going to give me a kick for this when you win with 30% of the opposing fans there it's really sweet sure of course <laughs> 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 I never thought about how smart that is to put a team in Las Vegas
2: because so because so many people will travel there from everywhere else I mean and, you're you're going to sell a lot more
12: tickets that way and it's working Very and and a lot clever. of people that said it wouldn't but you see it the hotel rooms are being sold you see the opposing jerseys and it's it's fun. Come to Vegas and see your team. It helps that the team's doing so well, too. Yeah. Well, we saw you were having a book coming out called Don't BS Yourself, Crush the Excuses
2: That Are Holding You Back. I will tell you that I was surprised at first, but then I realized that every time Bar Rescue is on, my social media feed is filled with people who are like... John is the OG. John is the, is the guy who gets it done. John is the guy who makes people do things. I mean, y- you have that reputation already, and people know that from you from television, seeing you whip people into shape when they think they can't be whipped into shape.
12: Uh, yes. Sometimes I believe in them more than I believe in themselves, actually. And this book is sort of that. This has become a labor of love. This has really been quite an experience for me. I just shot my 160th Bar Rescue. 160. Think of the depth of failure that I've experienced. He's shaking your head at 150 episodes. Wow. So I have seen such failure that most people, I mean, let's talk radio business. You talk about what's successful, how to be successful, what you do to be successful, the blocks of success, steps of success. I know more about failure than anyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Because these people can't afford to buy me lunch nonetheless yeah. right. you know to have somebody who, who does what i do it you've so, seen a lot of people go bankrupt right i have so i thought to myself after about 120 of these things i found a common denominator of failure and it's so freaking easy it's just an excuse mm-hmm. you see if you wake up tomorrow and blame the president the government the weather the economy the this to that you have no reason to change because it's not your fault it's that son of a gun <laughs> who's right. ruining it for me mm-hmm. but if you wake up in the morning and blame yourself then you're going to get angry and you will change so, That's
5: the biggest issue that you run into going into
12: bars. Excuses, 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 just, it's excuses. Not me.
5: It's got to be yeah.
12: So I went on this quest and I defined the word excuse. This is cool. The word excuse is nothing but, in essence, a rationalization of a mistake. So you're making a mistake and you're just rationalizing. Or you it wouldn't away. say but, the excuse. Yeah. There's no purpose yeah. for an excuse if you're not rationalizing a mistake. But John. Uh... So so the book destroys every excuse. Okay. And when you're done, I leave you with nothing. What are you going to do then? You have to act.
2: There must be people, though, who are doing all the right things who are still not successful, though, right? That, I, I find that— There is a certain amount of—there's there, luck involved sometimes, uh, right? Just, there's
12: well, bad breaks involved sometimes that aren't your fault. Of course. I'm, I'm going down to Puerto Rico to do two hurricane-impacted bars. So, of course, we have those types of things. Mm-hmm. But honestly, if, if you open in a smart location and you do everything correctly, you rarely fail. If it's your first time, then you're going to make a lot of mistakes, but the failure is based upon the mistakes. Interestingly, the first time people go into the bar business, uh, success is about one of 12.
4: Oh, wow. wow. If you
12: go out the second time, it's going to be one of three is because that right? you don't make those mistakes again. Yeah. Right, so the same right. person's statistics are so much better the second time out. Uh, so that's a factor. So I agree, there are people who, who, who do everything right. But, you know, what is right? Are they doing it right for them? Are they doing it right for their customers? Whose music are they playing? Mine or theirs? Who is? uh, There's a lot of ways to interpret right.
5: In the beginning of your book, you talk about your mom passing away, and and it seemed like a pretty heartfelt apology. And you were using excuses to not talk to her.
12: Yeah. And, and you know, five years later, you realize what an idiot you were. You are. hadn't talked to her for five years. Yeah, for wow. five years. Now that was many years before she passed, so so that was old old news. But you know, you look back at it, you say to yourself, "That's five years of my life." I imagine if, if and what if, was it do you remember I don't I honestly don't remember what it was that's why it's such bs to, to, to you know go through that and we think about it. think of all the people in life who we've disconnected with that meant something to us mm-hmm. we don't even know why we disconnected with them anymore yeah. and these excuses get in the way so there's great excuses that came up time after time fear is one oh, right? yeah. I'm scared to do fear. it I'm scared to do it I'm scared I'm scared but everybody else did it in the same situation what are you scared of so then, those situations, you know, I have more confidence than they do. Then the other one is circumstance. Well, you know, I I can't overcome the weather. I can't overcome this. Mm-hmm. I opened a bar in Seattle. You know that market pretty well. Mm-hmm. Years ago, and every outside deck, and everybody said to me, "You can't open bars outside in Seattle. It rains every freaking day here." So I put these metal poles in the deck that umbrellas slipped into and you could walk around and carry your umbrellas it was one of the coolest happy hours in Seattle. So <laughs> so you know, there's ways to overcome and do things. So then there's fear, circumstance, resources. I don't have the money, I don't have the time. Time is a great one. Sure. I'm sorry, I, I would we'll have done have this, but I don't have the time. But you mm-hmm. sat on social media for three hours this morning. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> you have you know, the time, I, I, you're just not using the time, right? <laughs> I will
2: I, I bet that, that is that's gotta be at the top of most people's list of Poor time management is what holds so many of us back, right? Big time. I mean, and we I, do. You know, we wake I, I up. I used to see the people who used to complain that they don't have time to work out. And then I'd see Barack Obama in the gym every single morning. And I was thinking, you know what? The guy's the freaking president of the United States of America. And he somehow has time to work out. I think we all have time to work out. I think so, too. You know, it's is all... that when
5: you started working
4: out, Bean? Yeah, that's when <laughs> I
12: started getting so buff. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and I imagine that ego plays a huge role in all of this as well. Yeah. Yeah.
12: And and ego gets in the way hugely. And, you know, uh, I want to remove a wall, and it's like I'm I'm removing their child. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so there's a personal connection to what they do. But then, you know, to me, ego is an interesting thing. How much ego can you have when you have an empty wallet? Yeah, true. Right? So it becomes a very false ego. So he who puts their ego before their wallet has no ego at all. So you know, ego is defined on success and being someone. In our society, when you are someone and you attain success, you have at least a few dollars in your wallet. You're not know, losing a half a million dollars a year, right? <laughs> you are. So, so I have to teach them, you know, how moronic it is to sit there with an empty wallet and suggest that you're God. <laughs> I'm sad that we're out of time, but you
2: have sold yourself a book right here, John. I can't wait to read this thing. Available wherever books are sold. Can't wait to read it, man. Sounds fascinating. Thank you so much for stopping back. by. Uh, great to see you guys.
12: Why did
1: we agree to do this?
0: Why did we agree to do anything? I hate us,
2: Kevin and Bean on K
1: Rock.
0: I hate
5: us. How did uh, How did your lack of uh, ability in the math world come up yesterday?
4: We've We've discussed on the air before that I I am not great at math. And just thinking about math, I I get real anxious and nervous, and like, quite frankly, I have to poop. Like that's how I mean, it affects you need, okay. me. You didn't need that. Mm-mm, okay. No. Let me just give you a uh, a look back, okay, if you will, on my life. SAT scores come in. My verbal was near perfect. My math was so bad they thought something happened with like the Scantron. They're like, the oh, States. did you skip an answer and then everything was messed up from that point on? I was like, no, that would be, that would be correct, <laughs> what you see right there. <laughs> like, very concerning. I was in honors classes all through high school, all AP classes, except math. And it was a struggle. I think that's God pretty bless common. You, Mrs. Bennett, because she she dealt with some stuff with me.
5: I think that's a common problem where you can be perfectly fine in, in everything. In everything except for there's one blind spot that you just can't Absolutely. You just can't get.
9: Allie's not good at math, but we still love her. She makes us laugh. <laughs> Come on at one and one
5: I mean, at one point in her life, continue Uh, with your story, your look back, your Uh, wonderful look back. uh,
4: So this is what got us talking yesterday because um, I have a financial advisor. I don't know why (laughs) my parents set it up long ago. So um, he had contacted me about um, different accounts. IRA accounts, all this stuff. And my dad said, just tell him to call me. If you don't know what he's talking about, have him call me. I'm like, I'm cool. I'm a grown ass woman. I can handle this. And I'm literally writing down what he's saying, which is huge question marks. I'm like, annuity, mm-hmm. huh? Move taxable. What, what are you saying? At
5: the bottom of the page, it said, go ahead and call dad?
4: <laughs> then I said, "Let's just hand this all over to Puffs." Um, but I think uh, he realized quickly that he was not dealing with a full deck.
7: Oh, mm. because
4: he said, um, "What do you contribute to your four hundred one k?" And I said, "Oh, I don't." And he goes, "You don't have a four hundred one k?" And he was judgy, and I was. I like, mean, he should be. I was like, "Slow down." And I said, "Oh no, four hundred one k? Yeah, I have that." And he goes, "Okay, well, what do you put in?" And I said. No, I don't put anything in. They take it out. And he goes, what What do you mean? And I said, I don't put money into the 401k. My, it, You take it out of my check. And he goes, yeah, that's your contribution. I'm asking you what percentage. And I could tell this man was like, am I being punked? What's happening? Right. And I'm writing all this down like, am I being punked? Like, why doesn't he get that? I don't contribute it. They're taking it. What an
5: idiot. But you know that... That you are contributing, yeah. After and, okay. after
4: that, I I really did. But um, okay, so I'm kind of chatting with you guys yesterday about this, and then I brought up when it all started.
5: I mean, and, this sounds probably is a blonde joke.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah. This is this is really bad. But um, my first job, I got money under the table because. Uh, I worked at a hot dog stand on the beach, Frank's for the Memories. Wonderful place. So I didn't have to worry about, you know, taxes. I didn't have to. This is totally illegal, by the way, that I'm saying this. But who cares? I was young. I was dumb. And by the way, a hot dog and a sun kissed on a warm day, delightful. <laughs> okay, sidetracked. All right. Anyway, as I was saying, <laughs> so my first real job, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting an actual check. So I had to open up a checking account. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Sixteen right? years old, I have a checking account. Awesome.
5: Don't know much about it at that age, no, but just ha- happy no. to have it.
4: You just write on this paper and you pay for stuff. Right. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Um, so we get a letter and I open it and I show my mom and dad. I'm like, well, this is weird. I got a letter from the bank saying that I owe money because these checks didn't clear. And my mom goes, you're bouncing checks. And I said, well, yeah, on here it says overdrawn, which makes no sense because. And then I literally pulled out my checkbook and I said, I've got all of these left. And I saw. The disappointment in my father that I have never, and still to this day, was, have not seen again. He
5: was right.
9: Al is not good at math. Not good at math. Just because you had checks doesn't mean you the cash dumbass
4: <laughs> <laughs> So that uh that happened and I explained to them oh I thought if you just and my dad's like you aren't subtracting money every time you do that I'm like that's what that column's You're for in- <laughs> You're right. incredibly
5: intelligent. This is odd to me.
4: Uh, well, thank you and you are correct. This is a <laughs> this is a serious blind spot for Right, me. Like it, it doesn't make sense in the grand scheme of my it's not just, immense, immense genius. It's
5: not just that you're not as sharp as you are in every other category. You're not, sh- I mean...
4: No, it's, it's like...
5: It's in the negative.
4: Bottom <laughs> level. Negative, which would be what my checking count was. But then, after that happened, my parents buy me, you know, the the checking account holder that says i can't be overdrawn i still have checks i'm like that's funny <laughs> loser oh me yeah so it's it's bad mm-hmm. i'm i'm getting better are you yes i i know i know how much money i have i know okay. what to spend i know what do you know I when you a write budget. a check it
5: comes out of your bank
4: i don't write checks anymore
5: i see okay Who checks all right yeah you only have the limit on credit cards
4: Absolutely. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. I have no debt. I'm good. Okay. I'm doing Making fantastic. Progress. Thank you. Thank God for your dad. Thank God for my dad. Allie's not good at math.
1: She sucks so freaking hard. Not the good kind of suck. She's just not good at math. <laughs> yeah.
4: So, uh, if you need any help uh, oh, with your think... financial advising, no, don't. I uh, now know what annuity is. Don't, uh,
1: don't reach out.
4: I don't know what annuity.
1: Okay. No, <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock.
4: It's time for Cheers with Beer Mug.
13: Beer mug. He wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. Asking questions
3: with no shame What do you, what are you <laughs> He's already drunk as a
9: skunk But people are glad he came Oh! Beer mug wants to go where everyone knows his name what, how, how, uh, Wow,
3: right? Well said <laughs> So mugs, uh, same bar every time, right? Every time, and you know what? I'm I'm trying to not drink when I go now. What? And, and what I'm shot. finding it what? very, very, very difficult. I've heard this. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you weren't trying at all to not drink. Uh, well, th- not this past time, but I, I'm it, you know during the <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah. So not this past time, but in the future. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna try to you know. You'll see. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna try to cut it down a little bit. Um.
5: Mugs is the worst part of these of all of these.
3: Oh, come on. I
5: mean, really he is, but uh why were you asking them about pickup lines? Well,
3: you know, as we all know, it's springtime. Mhm. Uh-huh. That's when love starts to emanate through the air.
4: Yeah, sundress and I, season. Yes, yeah, sundress
3: <laughs> season, right? I just emanate my, through the air. Does that make sense? I don't know. It, is that I even? Mean, is that right, Allie? Is it I, I, I go to Allie it, for yeah, this.
4: Sure, it can emanate. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Good. Nice. It's a it's a weird choice, but it works.
3: I just learned that word yesterday. Did you?
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, word word it, of
3: the day. That's sweet. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to see what people used for pickup lines. What they thought the best pickup line was to you know. To, I can't even th- I can't right. Even talk right and here now. Here it is. Well done. <laughs> Hi, you want to hold hands and make out? And then They always say yes, but I run away because I wasn't serious. All right. So you got that guy. What? So that- he, didn't, he didn't really have
14: one. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Well, you okay. Know. All right. Oh, so you're asking pickup lines. Okay. Yeah. I missed yeah. it. Oh, there's Pick up a pickup lines. lines. Got it. Okay. Love is in the I'm air. I'm here. Spring. Love is in the air. Spring. Emanate. Emanate. Right. All okay. Pickup I lines. Are you
4: the alphabet?
3: <laughs> no. I mean, Maybe. Why?
6: Because you and I should be together.
3: Damn. You should go into a Chewbacca contest. That's your answer? (laughs) She just busted out with the most amazing Chewbacca impression. Why was it so long? (laughs) It's impressive. David has nothing on that.
14: Girl. I don't think it was a Chewbacca impression. I don't think it was either, Muggs. What was it? She was trying to show that she could do something very well for someone else. Right. With her vocal cords? I would say more towards okay. her lip. Huh. let we to
12: walk you through this? We really this? How do. I, how do
14: things
3: work? Alright, let's continue. You know it's springtime? Yeah, 420's coming up. I'm going up to Sacramento. Since springtime is in the air. Listen to Muggs. What? Or, I'm sorry, take two. Since it's springtime and love is in the air, what is your best pickup line? Love is in the air. That's like the love boat. Oh. Sing the love boat together? Yeah. The love boat. I know it
13: sounds
5: I know it sounds like we slowed it down. Because nobody could possibly talk this
11: slow, no. but we did not. So
3: what's your best pickup line, Jimmy?
11: Oh, I can't do a pickup line right now.
3: Come on, dude. You can do it, Jimmy. I believe in you.
5: I can't do it. Oh, he's not taking no for an answer. All right.
3: All right. All right. How about this? I'm going to feed you one. Did it hurt? You're supposed to say, did what hurt? Nah, nothing hurt. <laughs> <laughs> this is what? You want to go camping? What? Yes. I forgot to punchline. Hey, Jimmy. 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 Yeah. Did it hurt? No. No, no, you're supposed to say, did what hurt? Oh, did what hurt? Did it hurt when you fell from heaven? Uh, no. There it is. That's a wrap. Cut, what print, the hell? edit, whatever the f they say. What? What is up with Jimmy? Wow! Oh,
4: Jim. I gotta, Jimmy!
3: I gotta get Jimmy. uh I gotta get Jimmy more drinks next time. I really? <laughs> yeah. So he can be as drunk as you. Yeah. Monty, come here, bub. Money, 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 money. money. money, money, money. Why is that happening? You're just trying to get his attention. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't listening to me. Really? So, as you know, it's springtime and love is in the air. Oh yeah. Monty, what would be the one pickup line you would tell to a beautiful, attractive lady? Hey, baby. Would you want to be the queen of my castle, baby? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Have you used that on the females yet? Never, ever, because I don't want to get my ass kicked. (laughs) If anybody kicks your ass, Monty, tell them. To come through Beer Mug first. Oh, I love you, brother. Thank you. Cheers, Monty. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to you, Bob. Oh,
9: yeah.
5: So that's you trying to not drink? So, yeah. You remember that? Nailed not, it. not so much. Well done.
1: It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
5: My mom is in town, so I wasn't answering the phone a lot. Uh-huh. And certain people may have been calling me. <laughs> oh. A lot.
4: Why are you looking at me?
5: Because I don't want to look over there. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs>
4: Stryker has
5: a tail. Tail. So when you see four calls, four missed calls, you panic oh, a little yeah, bit, right? Yeah,
4: serious. Four.
5: Four. I'm sorry. You were with your mom. Yes. My mom was oh, here no. for my daughter's birthday. Yes. And <laughs> we did a lot of family stuff, and I didn't necessarily answer the phone a lot. Yeah. So I saw four messages. I was like, oh, no. What's going on? Oh, dear. It's the first one.
4: No.
7: Uh oh.
11: Hello, Kevin. Are you there? Did you pick up? I had the music on. <gasps> hello, hello. <laughs> what the hell?
4: <laughs> were you were you a little drunk?
11: Or... No.
14: no, no. You weren't drunk. No. no. What? No, no, no. But I had the reason a reason for calling. But I uh, the great song was on, and I. It must have gone one ring right to your voice voicemail. That's possible. Yeah, but then I didn't say anything ever,
11: and you just said hello, hello, hello. <laughs>
4: it's an odd reaction. It's
11: weird, right? Okay, Kevin, what's up at Striker? I wanted to see what you're doing. I this is called two. Okay. I saw ducks today, which was incredible. There were the I don't know a green headed one. Is that the female? And then baby one swimming off
7: next to
0: a <laughs>
11: What is happening?
5: He saw ducks is this okay. update. He saw ducks.
11: But I'm about to get in an Uber and I'm all in my own head on how to behave.
5: Now this is funny because we do this all the time where we talked about Uber ratings mm-hmm. last week and we all came up with the things that we thought marked us down on that on that Right. And I, this has happened to me a thousand times, where we talk about getting a speeding ticket. What do you say? What are you supposed to do? Right. To, to, and then you get pulled over. And like, right. I can't remember what we came up with. Okay. I absolutely have no idea what result we decided upon, mm-hmm. and that's what Stryker did here.
11: I think we talked about the ratings on the air last week. I had a 4.8 something, which wasn't that bad. I think it was a little higher than your rating, but <laughs> he's got a Smack <laughs> talk, a, bad,
7: right?
5: Right, talk guys, a little I don't, bit. I don't know
11: what's going on? On a message, he's smack talking. Now I'm nervous to get in the car. What Uber do you get? Do you get Uber X? Do you get Select? Do you carpool? Do you get the Mercedes? Do you get a van? All right, I'm going to... Hello? I'm going to Uber.
4: <laughs> do you think he picks up in the
11: middle of a voicemail?
4: Do you know how voicemails work? I'm
11: so embarrassed right now. <laughs> you care how my Uber... Why am I calling you? <laughs> you probably Like, what's
7: going
11: on. Oh. Hello? Did I hang up? Hello did I hang up? Oh my
14: God. what's happening Do you know how phones Ooh. work? Yes okay. I do All right, but was on my end to be mm-hmm. fair to me okay there <laughs> was a click every now and then oh and the number that I have in my phone for Kevin I don't know if that's a home number a cell number you so no it's my you cell aren't. number I don't know what it you is you do
5: know what it is you text me on it you can't I'm text the so home number. right I don't now. even have a
14: home number. Who has a home number anymore? I have a home number. I have a home
4: number.
11: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I take back my score. All right, so that's two of four. Okay. Now three. Kevin, I'm in an Uber right now, and my driver, Cecilia, has an R2-D2 right at her clock. Cecilia, am I a good passenger?
4: Yes. Great conversation.
11: By the
5: way, (laughs) She had a gun to her head, didn't she? (laughs) Right? Yeah, I think she was Am I a good passenger?
11: Yes. Great conversation. (laughs) Can I drive now? So does that determine what gets you the five star, or is it slamming the door too hard? What would have gotten me four or three or two stars?
0: Being an asshole. I have an Uber driver that likes
11: to curse. So is it illegal for the driver or the passenger to ask for good stars? Good question.
0: Not that I am. Um,
11: okay, well, you get five stars. If they allowed six, I would give Cecilia six. Um, I hope you have a great day, Cecilia. What a brown noser.
4: Right? Ew. If
14: I could give you six stars, I would. Golly.
4: She was nice. She what was a, a nice
11: Uber driver. She had good
14: music on. She had R2-D2 hanging out mm-hmm. in the car.
4: I mean, I'd give you six, but if you want to earn it... <laughs> no, no, no. No, is it no, 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 no. No, 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 no.
14: <laughs> what do you mean, no, no, no? no, no. I was,
4: uh, whatever <laughs> yeah. it takes, man. <laughs> whatever it takes to
5: get that 5.0. What does it take,
4: Cecilia? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Kevin, I
5: am sorry for calling you. Oh, no, this
11: is fun. Yes. We're having a good time right <laughs> now. <laughs> All right, let's continue with call three.
4: Thank you.
8: Have a wonderful trip.
11: Say hi, Kevin.
8: Hi, Kevin.
11: Okay, Kevin, I'm getting out of the car, It's a beautiful car. Cecilia, very nice. I lucked out, and uh, I'll talk to you later.
2: Bye.
14: Do you want to know why I was calling
2: you? Sure. No? Let's okay. play four. Okay.
5: And then if that doesn't <laughs> explain it, then you can aye, tell aye, me. Aye. So this is call four. Now, so far, I'm sort of with Stryker on everything. I forget the Uber ratings and, right. and all this. This I can't for the life of me understand because I'm the exact opposite from Stryker.
11: Hey, sorry I'm calling so much. Katie has been working all day, and then my other uh, friends live in Vegas, so they're not around. And, uh, so I just like calling you, but anyway, I can see the lights of Coachella. I'm out here again. All right, so Stryker is going back out to Coachella. Okay, I respect that sure. weekend too. Yeah, going strong. Ah, but I'm not. Go- I'm going to bed. It's eight fifty. I'm getting in. <laughs> <laughs> so he can see the lights right? of Coachella, just
4: beckoning, right?
5: He's within eyesight, <laughs> right? And he's going to bed, and it's eight sure. fifty. Okay. On Saturday night? Saturday night. 8.50 on a Saturday night. He's within eyesight of Coachella,
14: and he's not going.
4: Yeah.
5: Why did you drive out there?
14: Uh, because Was it to go to Coachella? It sounded good to go to Coachella Saturday night. And then once I got there, the whole duck thing, and then the Uber, and sure. just the
11: relaxation. You know, yeah. that can happen. Yeah. yeah.
5: So he decided to go to bed. Okay. Instead.
11: There's three pillows, which I will use to my benefit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay anyway there yeah there's three pillows but i'm so sad i see the lights but it's just it's i'm going to bed okay i'll see you on monday morning bright and early i hope you're having a good weekend and uh okay talk to you later uber was a success bye
5: wow right
4: um right that's uh that's a lot
5: right Mm -hmm. i had to change my number
4: oh no (laughs) (laughs)
13: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: How about some animal stories? Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe
9: a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a minx or a story. To cure your blues. Uh. Animal stories just for you. Let's find out what they're up to.
2: This is uh Bean Speaking, and you know uh, my plan is to live to be a hundred, right? You guys have heard me talk about that before. Yeah, but you're joking. I'm not joking at all. I I 100% expect to live to be 100. One of the ways that I am trying to accomplish that is by removing threats from my life. I am not a guy who's uh, doing dangerous activities. You don't see me uh, skydiving. You don't see me running across uh, busy streets. I mean, I do everything I can to not be (laughs) running across busy streets. Is that something Uh, people do? Have you seen how many people get hit by cars? How many pedestrians are killed in this
5: country? Yes, but they're not just trying to run across the street to run across the street. They're trying to get to the other side and go
2: someplace. I But what I'm saying, is they put themselves in a situation that is dangerous. I don't do that. I eliminate danger in my life because I I want to take that out of the mix. Okay? So the last thing in the world, like for instance, that would ever happen to me, is what happened to Wa Tiba 54, an Indonesian villager who was just swallowed whole by a python. Like that's never gonna be me. I'm never going to be that guy. She uh, lives on the island of Muna in Indonesia, and she wanted to visit her cornfield. She's been having some trouble there with some of the feral pigs, wild boars in the neighborhood that have been raiding the crops lately. She's got a hell of a lot of problems. (laughs) So she wanted to go out and check on her cornfield about a half a mile from her house. And uh, it wasn't her intention that she would then be eaten by a 23-foot python, but that is exactly what happened. She did not come back. Her sister went out to the field to for look for her, saw footprints, saw her flashlight, her machete, and her slippers, but she was missing. So about 100 people from a nearby village came and started combing the cornfield, and they found the snake a few dozen yards away from Tiba's belongings. It was 23 feet long. It was so bloated, oh it could God. hardly move. Uh-huh. It had a large bulge midway down its body with a foreboding look to it, and the villagers killed the snake, opened it up, and sure enough, there was the lady. Was she alive? I'm sorry, no.
5: I wonder how long she stayed alive. Like I'm in an effing snake.
2: Yes, that would be <laughs> I be. never thought I would find myself here. Talk about getting stuck in something, right? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Apparently pythons of this kind secure its prey with a bite and then they oh. wrap their body around the victim and they squeeze it until you can no longer breathe and that's okay, when they eat it. So that's hopefully oh yeah, hopefully you're dead before you go inside the snake. That's two people, by the way, in less than a year in Indonesia who have been eaten by pythons. Okay, so don't move to Indonesia. That's a good tip. I, mm-hmm. I think that is an excellent tip. All right, here's a surprise. You see a lot of stories, and lately, in fact, there have been a bunch of them in the news. There was just one this weekend about uh, somebody finding a mouse in a, in a bag of Wendy's uh, buns yeah. uh, at a restaurant. Well, this guy goes to Kroger's. His name is Jacob Vaughn. He's in Toledo, Ohio. He goes to the Kroger supermarket chain and buys a bag of broccoli. What do you suppose was in his broccoli and was still alive, but a black widow spider? Oh, man. Mm. A black widow,
5: kids. That's what he gets for buying broccoli.
2: The uh, South right? Toledo man said he discovered the spider while washing off the broccoli before cooking it when, quote, the spider came out and started waving his hands around. What? Oh. It was pretty obvious he was alive since he was throwing his hands in everything. Direction. <laughs> he did not seem
4: pleased. It does seem spiders. like spiders don't throw their hands around. But Maybe what if, if he... they just don't care? Yes, that's
2: exactly what it is. This needs a little reggae tone soundtrack, wow. doesn't it? <laughs> so he took out his uh, tongs. He took the piece of broccoli he was on and double bagged it in some Ziploc bags. And then uh, did two things. One is he went to the Kroger's and said, "Hey, give me my money back," which they did. The other thing is he put it up on Facebook. Now here's here's where the story. This really surprises me. By the way, the the black widow spider, who has since been named Broccoli, was taken in by an animal rescue group. What? Another Chance Sanctuary has now welcomed Broccoli to the rescue. Look, mm. Broccoli's a partier.
4: Yeah, he is. Yeah, so can't I'm... be contained, <laughs>
7: right?
2: right? <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of a happy ending. This guy didn't get bit by the black widow spider. Broccoli got a hot new life at, at a uh, at an animal shelter. Uh, it makes right. it a hot new life, <laughs> 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 and and everybody's everybody's happy. I think that's great news. All right, here's a story that is not as great, and I oh. feel terrible about this, but it it happened. And I got to share it with you. You don't have to. I do. Okay. She is, uh, I want to say in Illinois, maybe. (laughs) She is uh, 46 years old. Her name is D.D. Phillips. By the way, she's a grandma at 46, which I guess if you do the math is certainly possible. You don't meet a lot of them. She was in her driveway. She had just finished putting a women who behave rarely make history bumper sticker on the back of her new truck when she turned around and encountered in her driveway a bobcat. Oh, no. Now, I don't know a lot about bobcats, but are they the type who will attack you, or are they like uh, coyotes that are kind of scaredy cats, and you yell at them and they run away? What I, usually happens I, with I, a bobcat? I'm not positive, but I think they attack more. As soon as it took the first step, I was in trouble and I knew it. She said she thought about her five year old granddaughter sleeping inside the house and she was terrified that the girl would come outside while this bobcat was on the property. So she grabbed it by the shoulders, pushed it back away from me, and took it down. During the struggle during the struggle, she got her hands around the animal's neck and strangled it to death. What this Nana? is again, this is a one and a half year old grandma. What's happening? Who strangles a bobcat. Like, I'm sorry, bobcat plus grandma equals bobcat. Agreed, but not I in this case. Mentioned. Wow. What a crazy story. And finally, and this one is uh, in Louisiana. This is uh, just north of New Orleans, right across Lake Ponch Train. A man is fishing there and catches an alligator snapping turtle. Which, by the way, I didn't know very much about. Alligator snapping turtle. It is called the dinosaur of the turtle world. It is Mm. the largest freshwater turtle in North America. It's among the largest turtles on Earth. They can exceed 220 pounds, by the way, and can live as long as 100 years. So he catches this turtle, and his plan is to eat it. He is cleaning the turtle for a meal. What did he find inside the turtle's belly but a human finger? Oh. A human finger. He did call the police and they came out and they said, that's a human finger, all right. uh, Thanks for the call. Yep, that's it. (laughs) It did not appear to be an advanced state of decomposition, but they were unable to get a usable fingerprint off it. They have checked with area hospitals, but no one has been admitted without a finger. No one has come forward to claim it. Who's missing a finger, everybody? Come on now.
4: Maybe drain that swamp, right? (laughs) There are bodies in there.
2: It appears to be from a Caucasian individual, they said. They're going to determine for sure with DNA. Testing, but they are looking around. They have they have looked in the area where the turtle was caught to, exactly for that reason to see if there was some sort of a foul place. So uh, so they don't know whether this was a uh, you know this was a fishing accident or this was something worse than that. But clearly the person didn't seek any kind of medical attention. Somebody lost a finger. If he or she is still alive, yeah. and is just walking around with a finger missing, like you see in the movie sometimes. You know, the people were involved in bad things don't want to go to the authorities. They can't mm. go because they got shot. Because then there's a lot of questions about what they were doing or something. But that's just the last thing you expect when you're just cleaning your turtle for dinner and there's a human finger inside of it, right? Yeah, I don't think that's a positive. This, ladies and gentlemen, is Kevin and Bean's Animal Stories.
1: Animal Stories in the news.
9: Animal Stories to cure your blues.
1: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. They're all doing great, except for Kevin. K-Rock.
2: A story came out yesterday that is very troubling to me. A lot of people have a uh, fear of flying anyway, and it's Mm -hmm. not really the fear of flying as much as it is the fear of crashing. And I don't care how seasoned a flyer you are, it crosses your mind every time you get on a plane that once in a great while, a plane goes down. This Qantas flight, 94, from Los Angeles to Melbourne that took off on Sunday night, went into a 10-second nosedive. 10 seconds of a plane going down has to feel like an eternity, right? No question. I mean, you are convinced after that amount of time that you are going to die. If a plane just went down swiftly, that would be one thing. But this is a free fall nosedive, a direct decline toward the ocean. It was between one and a half and two hours after we left L.A., said a passenger. And all of a sudden, the plane went through a violent turbulence and then completely upended. And we were nosediving. We were all lifted from our seats immediately. We were in a free fall. It's that feeling like when you were at the top of a roller coaster and you've just gone over the edge of the peak and you start heading down. It was an absolute sense of losing your stomach and that we were nosediving. So, a couple of questions about this. Um, I know it's terrifying even to imagine, even though all 484 people on board were fine. Nobody was even injured as a result of this, by
7: the
4: way. Can I just say, when I'm up in the sky for an hour and a half, two hours, everything's fine. Because we already took off. That's when most problems happen. I'm in the sky. Planes don't fall out of the sky. (laughs) Now I have to worry about planes falling out of the sky.
2: Yes. Allie, you
5: and I
4: both had no idea of what happened to this plane is something that is common. It's caused by a vortex or, quote, wake turbulence caused by another aircraft. How? No. No. No, I don't want that.
2: This is so shocking to me because, look, I understand that air traffic control is a difficult job because there are hundreds and hundreds of planes in the sky at all times, and you have to keep track of them to make sure they don't run into each other. What I didn't know is that in this case, these two planes were 20 nautical miles apart, which, by the way, a nautical mile is even more than a regular mile. So picture a plane being like 25 miles away And it was at a different altitude of a 1,000 feet. Yet those two planes were too close to each other in the sky, and that's what created this turbulence. Why have I never heard of this before?
4: And why do I need to know now? I didn't need to know this. I'm telling you, I didn't. I didn't. Um, By the way,
2: this uh, this deep uh, background on this uh, this story, there are other cases of planes that have crashed as a result of this. So you can be a pilot flying a plane and doing everything right and have a completely healthy plane mechanically and another plane can fly by you 20 miles away. And all of a sudden that creates an atmospheric disturbance that takes your plane down. Like, we need something else to worry about when we get on a plane.
4: If you're heading to the airport right now, uh, (laughs) sorry about this.
2: (laughs) What goes through your mind, you think, if you honestly believe you're on a plane that's going down? When the 9-11 planes were hijacked, people had several minutes and they tried to make phone calls. I think that's out of the question if you've got a plane that's just going down in a nosedive, right? I don't think you could even get a phone call off probably, right? How long would it take, I wonder, to hit the water? from this, oh. from where this plane was flying. I this
4: conversation. I know. It's <laughs> terrible. I mean, the only thing I can think is if you were up there and you had Wi-Fi, if you have the presence of mind just to fire off one email, like, I love you. That's it. But, but you, can you
2: imagine
9: doing that when a plane's it. at 90 no. degrees? Yeah. No.
4: I don't. I think you just, if if you pray, you pray. Yeah. And let's be honest. I think if you don't pray, you, <laughs> you pray. pray.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know? I always wondered how this works. I'm not a big uh, believer in religion. I'm very comfortable with other people getting strength and comfort out of faith. I'm not a guy who is a believer, Mm -hmm. but I think I might— Believe in Jesus in that last minute, just in case it's all true.
7: Yeah, I think I might give my life
2: to Jesus because yeah. they always say it doesn't matter when in your life if you give your life to Jesus, you get to go to heaven. So I think that's how I would—that's how I would bank it. Is in that last fifteen seconds, I go, all right, Jesus, we, I'm with you. We cool. We cool. We cool. <laughs> we cool. Um, and I also would be thinking very hard in that final minute about what was on my browser at home. I think that would be a very a real concern. <laughs>
1: kind of
5: boring you know sometimes it's difficult to take pictures with celebrities (laughs) so you don't ask you know you know how that happens is it difficult to take pictures with celebrities don't you just hold your phone up and hit a button you would think so sure Mm -hmm. but uh, i was at a party and i ran into will ferrell recently oh yes wow old friend of the show spent time talking to him he was very nice (laughs)
7: We get
1: some
5: meatloaf! <laughs> right? So I kept thinking in the back of my head, I I should ask for a picture, but I don't want to be that guy. But he, you know, he wouldn't mind taking a picture, so... Now let me stop you right there, All
2: because right. I know the inclination for both of us is not to bother a celebrity. Right. Not, not to engage, because we have nothing to add to their lives. Right. But... As you mentioned, Will Farrell has been a, a listener of the show and a guest on the show going back over 25 years. Yeah, so, to, he so used to come to nightclub things that we do. Yeah, did. he would come to our live appearances, <laughs> right? So, and God bless Will. We love Will. We do anything for Will, and he would do. You know, he's been he's come through for us on a number of occasions. So I feel like we kind of have a relationship with him. Right. So I feel like. That's not too big an ask because you guys know each other.
5: And that's what I felt like. And then we were smack talking about soccer teams. And then finally I said, look, do you mind if we take a picture? So he said, no, of course. So I put my phone up and somebody texted me. And the text comes over the phone thing. So I had to use my thumb to move the text. And then it went out of camera mode. All right. so Understandable. Okay, so now there's a little pressure because you're already, now you're wasting his time. Right? (laughs) Now, you know how you can use the volume up? button to take the picture. Right. So I hold the phone away from me so that we can both fit, because his head is huge. Yeah. And I try to push that button, and I- Hot
2: meat kettle, by the way. His head (laughs) is huge. (laughs) Right, exactly. Come on now.
5: So I try to push the uh, volume up, but I pushed at the same time the power button on the right, (laughs) so it shut down the camera again. (laughs) Now, all of a sudden, there's a tremendous amount of stress and anguish that comes into this that really shouldn't. Oh yeah! Look, after two attempts, right. With a big star, it's flop sweat time. Look, Bean and I literally boo people that don't that don't have their phones ready, just mostly to be funny. But right. I, you, you realize like, okay, this is ridiculous, and now I'm wasting his time, and because I, I don't know how to work my phone, which I totally know how to work. <laughs> right? I've taken a picture. I've taken pictures with people a hundred times. Right.
2: So, if it hadn't been Will Ferrell, right, you would have uh, been able to take that picture on the
5: first attempt. Probably, or I would have bailed. I just would have said, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Don't worry about it. Right. So then I finally took a picture, and it was, um, well, I mean, it was completely
2: blurry. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I believed you when you said it was Will Ferrell. Oh, no, the
5: one you saw wasn't the blurry one.
2: Oh, really? That was the clear one. Oh, because that one, it was barely Will
9: Ferrell. Right, exactly.
5: <laughs> so, so I took the blurry one, and then the pressure added more like, I'm really sorry, but th- I know this was the third try, but that photo was blurry. Can we take another one? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. See, you
2: got more balls than I do.
5: See, I don't know if it's balls or stupidity. What's Will doing? What's he saying? He's being... Is he, he is he's looking at his watch? Nice. No, he couldn't be more nice. Is he's he, like, oh, about uh, there's somebody over there I need
2: to go talk to. <laughs> no.
5: You would... I mean, you think you picture that that's what's going through their minds. Sure. But we talked for a little while, and he was being really cool, and he was being patient. It's not like he was saying anything that made Mm -hmm. me feel all that pressure. But you do feel a tremendous amount of pressure to take that picture. Absolutely. And then you get the blurry one, and you go, well, I do post blurry photos. That does make me laugh. But I'd like a real one, so I asked him again. (laughs) And then I took the one that I posted. And I just want to say to everybody that we've booed through the (laughs) years— Sorry about that, because there's a lot of pressure. And I didn't realize that until I crumbled in front of Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell spent 40% of his adult life waiting for you to take his photo. Right, and I apologize to Will as well.
1: Bitter, predictable, whining disc jockeys. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
5: I don't know that we need you here, Omar.
9: Come on. I'm not
5: positive You're I was presence a for
9: four years. Who has more insight on this topic than me?
5: It's time for Who's the Dick, Kevin? Next. <laughs> <laughs> so I go out for dinner Saturday night, and one of my pet peeves is people who say we when they're not a part of the group. So the waiter comes up and says, would we like some water tonight? <laughs> and I say, "What? Well, I can answer for me, but I don't know about you. <laughs> I didn't say that out loud because at that point I was like, ugh, I hate people that use we. And then he brings that. And he says, have we had a chance to look at the menu? It's condescending, isn't it? A yeah, bit? Well, it's like he's talking to a, a kindergartner. Yeah, which in my case might be dead on. So, <laughs> yeah, were you, holding, you were you
9: holding the children's menu? By the way, I was not
5: because it wasn't there. They didn't have one. So we say no, give us a minute. He says, okay, we'll be back in a minute. Now he's talking to himself as we. We'll be back we in will. a minute. <laughs> what the f's going on at this restaurant? Right. So every single time that guy comes over to our table, he says we. How are we doing? Are we liking
9: the food? How is that a big deal to you? It drives me crazy. That's so weird. Because that's happened to me, and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. I'll just go it, ahead and order. Does it bug you? I,
5: no. Every single time you talk to me. Allie, does that bug you?
4: I don't think it would, but I'm not an elitist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean.
14: Uh, Striker? <laughs> In terms of things bothering me at a restaurant, that's in the top 20%. If they said it one time, I'm all right. But over and over, and over I and feel over like and they're now. talking down to me. Like, I'm lucky to be there. I don't understand the menu. I don't know what a steak is. I don't... Oh, wow. Would we like it medium tonight? <laughs> that's or what they steak? Do. <laughs> right.
4: Every single time he said we... I
5: mean, yeah, that's an exaggeration. But I would say. Easily ninety percent of the time he came. I mean, it seemed like yeah. every single time he came to the table, and it bugs huh. you.
4: So you heard it bugs extra me loud. like
5: crazy.
4: I had a waiter that um, I had written off within a minute because he said, "Oh, the appetizer is nom nom," <laughs> and I, I literally looked at my friend and I'm like, "We can go." And she's like, "He won't do it again." And then he said something later about the desserts being a maze balls, and I was like. I'm never coming back here. I can't. It's that so, reaction that's yes, so strong. I, I get what you're saying. Let me
9: ask you this. Yeah. Is it a Denny's? Is it a fancier restaurant? It's a fancier restaurant. Okay. Uh, it's probably a five. Okay. Maybe six. Okay. I wore jeans if that um, tells you. <laughs> <laughs> this guy trying to put on a little performance. Because some of these guys do that because I mean, it they felt think they're like going to get a, a better tip. It felt like it. But really? Ha- but
5: in the end, you'll you'll hear the end of the story. But I'm saying, he right. would come back and he would say, how are we enjoying our food? I'd say, Fine. Okay, and you just kept doing it. Do, we, we, do we, we need a refill on uh, Diet Coke?
14: But I think we all can agree that that is a tough job to have with Agreed. all those people. Oh, yeah. and if I think if the servers would just be cool, not try to be overly cool, right? It would go a lot better. And I think the tips would be better. But we still recognize you got a tough job. You're on your feet. You're carrying Agreed. around food. There's a holes everywhere in the restaurant. Yeah, but that's
5: a weird thing to let it bug you that much. It's not like I made a decision. Yeah, to hate hated. Yeah, you, yeah. you can't control you just that. Rubbed just rubbed me just the wrong way. way. I, I, it was grating, and he did it all, every, almost every single time he came over. And
9: he did we because, leave room for
5: dessert? Because he was I, talking to us like a kindergartner. Because
9: when I was a waiter, I can tell the people that I needed to treat with a little bit more. Um, Respectfulness, you know, treat him, treat him, treat him more like a customer mm-hmm. rather than like if, like if I saw a dude like Striker, I'm like, hey dude, what's going on? Right, and that's how I would talk to him. But mm-hmm. then you could tell like the people, how, how are you, ladies and gentlemen? What would you like? You know, can I get you some water? To yeah, start you said what would with? you like? Yeah, that's what you said, not yeah. me. <laughs> right, yeah, I yeah, didn't use me. <laughs> but he didn't kind of get the vibe that you were kind of annoyed by this. No, that, that, I, that's kind of shocking. And for, I threw in a
5: couple of I, I would like. This for dessert. I yeah. would like. I would like. Mm-hmm. I threw that in a couple times with a little emphasis on the word "I." By the end of the night, I was livid.
9: Wow, <laughs> I just I don't really know why. Why? Wow. me and you
14: outside, buddy. I don't know why <laughs> we are going outside. <laughs> going in my jeans that I wore here, I got to wrap your neck in them. In that case, if we we're going outside, that makes sense because yeah. he's part of we. Wow, yeah, when,
4: you, when you finally paid uh-huh. and were leaving, did right. you say, are we splitting the tip? <laughs> you know, maybe just all-encompassing, make it, make it like a family.
5: I wasn't having fun at that point, oh, so I wasn't wow. really going to go back at him to be
9: funny. Yes, Omar, with your hand up. What did the other people that you were eating with think about that? Were they bugged as much as you were? By the dude's attitude or anything else, or was it just you? I mean, technically, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'd feel like it was just me. Really? Mm. Because we
5: got outside the restaurant, and I was like, what about that guy? And they were like, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
7: like,
5: what are you talking about? (laughs) And everyone I was with was like, what, the waiter? He was nice.
4: (laughs) (laughs) One of the best we've ever had. Oh, my God. He was awesome.
7: (laughs) He was on
5: point. So just before we... Yes, Omar. Uh, Stop raising your head. was,
9: was Was the water, your beverages, was everything delivered on time, spaced out properly? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. So just the only problem you had was that he was saying, we. Yeah, but it happened every time. Okay. But that was
5: the only issue. Okay. Food wasn't late, didn't make mistakes. Food was good? Yeah. Okay. How do we like the food? (laughs) I like it quite well. (laughs) Inside, I've got this whole battle going on. I'm raging, and the guy has no idea. He probably thinks I'm doing a great job. This is going to be fantastic. So then it got to the tip part, and- I feel like waiting is a really difficult job. It is. It sucks. And so I overtip tip okay. because mm-hmm. I assume most people don't. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like, you know what? You're really having to deal with the public. You're doing a really difficult job that I'm glad I don't have to do, to be honest. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I tip 25 to 30 percent. That's great. Yeah. 10 percent on this dude. No. What? what? 10%. Everything was
9: on point. The
4: weed factor.
5: I couldn't. You couldn't
4: okay, take it? Aren't you embarrassed that he may know who the you dick. are?
9: Yes.
5: What's now that?
4: ask it. Now <laughs> ask it. Who's the dick? You, sir. Are you kidding?
1: Are we kidding? <laughs> <laughs> The Kevin and Bean Show. Just, 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 just not, uh, not funny, K Rock.
2: Hey guys, um, would you like to take that back?
7: Would you like to take that back? Would you like to take that back? Tell me, would you, if you could, you, would you, could you take that back? Would you like to take that back? Would you like to take that back? Tell me, what you, if you could, you, would you, could you take that back?
2: I'm excited about this batch, Kevin. You say it's a good one. Now look,
5: we try our best. Yeah. A lot of times we're, we're taking stabs at stuff. We're doing it live. We're just winging it.
7: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: Sometimes it doesn't work out like we had hoped. Right. Mm-hmm. And the first one, the uh, first person that gets a chance to take it back is Bean. Oh. And this is uh, what happened with him.
2: Uh, from the nine oh nine, my friend's dad was on his way to meet a big client, and TSA found brass knuckles in his bag. All right. Instant, <gasps> instant arrest, and he had to spend the night in jail. There must what? be more to it than just having the brass knuckles, right? Those funky knuckles. You oh. go straight oh, to hell. I
5: mean, come on. Look, low hanging <laughs> fruit.
2: How, but how could you? How could you be doing a story about brass knuckles and not make a Beastie Boys reference? Twins how could you not? To take that back. I'm only human, you guys. Right? Mm-hmm. You think it was too easy?
5: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. We were all thinking it's so a wild Right, and none of
5: I? us said it except for you.
2: All right. I, I take your point. I'll take it back.
5: All right. Next up know. is me. Mm-hmm. Dave, the King of Mexico, is uh, describing a scene of a whole bunch of people skiing in an accident.
14: These skiers are being ejected. These chairlifts. Yeah. And it's just a pile of chairlifts start building up. People are getting tossed around. They're jumping
2: off. And it's insane to see. And I don't know what I would do in that situation. Would you say they're scare lifts?
4: Oh, my filed uh, that. Uh, he just got filed. <laughs>
9: he knew it. Oh. Kevin! Would you like to take that back? Look.
5: <laughs> my standing rule is I take everything back Right mm-hmm.
4: But For me Uh huh You're pretty Con- proud of that Con- aren't Yeah you?
5: Considering my inability to be funny Uh huh I'm all right with that. Yeah,
4: I think you nailed it. Yeah,
5: I support it. I'm all right with that. I like,
6: the kids agree. And then I'll
5: tell you something else uh-huh. that I just realized while going through all of this. Allie likes all of them. <laughs> if you listen to each clip, Allie will vouch for every single wordplay. Oh, she's <laughs> she's She loves it so much. All right. Next is uh, Beer Mug. Striker was here. Uh, Beer Mug was here. He was on the red carpet for the Avengers.
3: And Mugs, you ready? I don't even remember this. Oh, guys, guys. I see Thanos himself, Mr. Josh Brolin. They see me brolin. They hatin'.
7: Oh, <laughs> oh, no one's going to catch God.
3: Thanos riding dirty.
7: I don't hate, I hate
3: it. you so much. I don't hate it. You should I,
5: hate it. I don't. <laughs> what do you mean you don't hate I it? I hate like it. That I don't hate it. Come I on. It. I like it, Kevin. <laughs> Would you like to pick <laughs> Wow, we're split.
3: Absolutely not.
4: Oh, good for you. Absolutely you not.
5: You understand the question, though, right?
3: <laughs> absolutely, I do, and I will absolutely not take would that back.
2: Take that I would like to defend Beer Mug's uh, oh, oh, decision and not take it back. Very oh, oh, impressive. Thank Don't
5: you, Bean. Dare yes. take it back. Thank you. All right, Allie is next. We're talking oh. about a guy who got tased ten times. Mm. Can you not be affected by a
4: taser? I think if you're thing? on certain PCP or drugs, it doesn't affect you as much. But after I would think three, four, five, you're going to maybe get knocked down a little bit.
5: Ten times they taste that. Get up again. <laughs> Sorry. Put it in the file. Would you like to take that back?
4: Yeah, that's uh, that's dumb. <laughs> Real dumb. And you should be ashamed, young lady. I will take that back. That's
5: fantastic yeah. news. Yes.
4: Yeah. All right, Ellie is
5: next. Oh! <clears throat> now, I don't know how to handle this, but... Uh-huh. If she apologizes in the clip, Bean, and and says she takes it back in the clip, should we not play it? Because I feel like we should give her another chance. I might have changed my mind. Right. Does it stand or does it not stand? Okay. Yeah, let's see how she feels after the fact. All right. (laughs) Uh, Bean is describing a superintendent who's pooping on a rival
2: school's field, but he leads a rival school district in New Jersey. He's a superintendent. A superintendent of the Kenilworth School District.
4: He's a pooperintendent.
2: He. <sighs> Sorry. I,
4: I take it back. <laughs> Would you like no. to take that back? No. What? I will not you take that ch- back. Can you He's change your mind? He's a pooperintendent. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You can change your mind I... when you said on the tape you have taken it back? Am I changing my mind? Do you hear Could it? You like no. Thank wow. you, though.
5: <laughs> Bean continues the
2: same story. Uh huh. We're back to Allie again.
4: Oh, wow.
2: This guy has a PhD in educational administration. He has a
4: master's degree from Rutgers. More like Pooh H.D. in Butgers. <laughs> right? Who's with me? <laughs> We're going to have to file that to, too
5: to step out. I'm sorry. He's going to have to do one whole session just on this story. Would you like to take of Pooh?
7: HD in (laughs) butters.
5: In (laughs) butters. Listen to the joy—it's still ringing. Absolutely not. What? You can't take that.
2: Give me a thumbs up and thumbs
5: down. I can't understand what you're saying. You'll not take it back, Kevin. <laughs> it's Butker's, right? Who
4: HD and Butker? Come
5: on now! I think Who oh. HD you would have taken back, but Butker's really brought it home. Thank
4: you, thank you.
5: <laughs> All right, and uh, finally me. Oh. In the same story.
7: <laughs> Are you
2: kidding me? Since his arrest, he is on a paid uh, leave of a absence. A pood
5: leave of absence. Am I right? <laughs> okay. yes, Why
2: you... Evan, you're right. Why don't you stop, too,
11: <laughs> by the way? Would <laughs> <Don't> you like to take that
5: Now, in context right. of oh. Allie made a bad pun and then made a good one, Uh huh. I was just playing along. Yeah, you were. I feel pretty good about that I'm not taking that back. Good.
8: Look at
5: Good. this! How
8: about this? So none of us
2: learn anything
7: from our
1: mistakes. <laughs> <That's> correct. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. K R O.
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Beer mug. Good morning, everybody. How you feeling?
2: My voice is back to normal. You almost.
0: were
4: pretty
2: rough yesterday. A lot of people were weighing in with what's going on with mugs today.
3: Some guy said I sounded like Billy Bob Thornton and <laughs> Sling Blade. Oh,
4: I like yeah, it. A little
2: bit. <laughs> well, one of the most anticipated films of the summer is the uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Pena, Walter Goggins, uh, Bobby Cannavale. The list goes on and on and on. And you got to do one of those fancy red carpet world premieres in Hollywood recently. How did it go? Yeah, they
3: shut down uh, the entire boulevard, the entire Hollywood Boulevard. Area and um, I mean, there's media outlets from all over the world, and um, I think I did okay. Um, We were put at the end of the line where they normally put us, radio people, right? So
2: you know, a lot lot of times people won't stop in to talk to you, but you don't you don't let that stop you from delivering. (laughs) here's mugs at the beginning of the ant-man and the wasp red carpet premiere let's see how far we get into the tape before he starts complaining about something
3: what's going on you guys beer mug here at the world uh... what's up you guys beer mug here at the world premiere of ant-man and the what's up you guys beer mug here <laughs> i'm tired dude 5 a.m. what's up you guys beer mug here at the world premiere of ant-man and the wasp in hollywood california What's up, you guys? Beer Mug here at the world premiere of Ant-Man and the Wasp in a press tent that's very hot. Uh, I hope I don't start sweating on all the celebrities that stop and talk to me. If they do stop and talk in the first place.
9: Okay. so Whoa,
2: that one was loaded. Yeah. Down. Bugs is tired. Uh-huh. He's hot. Right. He's cranky. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't think anybody's going to stop and talk to him, so he's questioning his existence at this point. He's like, why am I even here? He (laughs) hasn't done the first interview yet, and he's miserable. Just wanted to go home. All right, here's a little look into how horny Muggs is also that night, on top of everything else.
3: Oh, my God, Sean. Oh, my God. Are you seeing this girl in this Marvin the Martian midriff here? You know, Bugs Bunny used to be my favorite character, but now I might have to say it's Marvin the Martian. The midriff.
2: He is
4: uh, really... Is it a human? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It's very attractive female. Wearing a Marvin the Martian shirt mid-dress.
4: Okay, all right. Uh-huh. I, yes. I thought it was someone dressed as Marvin the Martian. Oh, <laughs> that too.
2: That too. I saw one oh, of those. Oh, sweet Jesus. I mean, you could practically, I'm surprised Muggs <laughs> could talk with his tongue hanging out onto the <laughs> right. ground during that clip. That's <laughs> yeah. the horniest I've ever heard Muggs. <laughs> well, uh, the beautiful thing about these premieres is not only did the stars of the film show up, but other stars show up too. And you can imagine how happy Beerbug was to see the great David Hasselhoff walk by.
3: David, the Hoff loves to rock. I was too late. That came, he heard me, but that came to me. He should have been looking at me.
2: I don't think you were pleased mm-hmm. with your delivery on that one. I don't think no. you brought it necessarily. Uh, one of, the, uh, one of the, the unsung heroes of these Marvel superhero movies are the stunt doubles. The yeah. stunt doubles. And the stunt woman for Evangeline Lilly is a beautiful young actress named Ingrid Kleinig. Although, although Muggs was excited to see her, he, it was a strangely sexual question he asked her. What happens when you, when you go down?
8: That's exactly why there's two of us. And when you have two units shooting simultaneously, we can't be in two places at once.
2: I mean, she oh, let that bro! slide, man.
3: Wow, I didn't even catch
2: that when I was <laughs> oh, interviewing her. wow. Between Ooh. going down in two units, you I thought, sh- wow. Shooting, shooting simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Mugs is still pretty worked up for Marvin the Martian, <laughs> I think. Wow. <laughs> he is also, as he mentioned earlier, it's very hot and he's very thirsty. Wow.
3: My mouth and my throat feel like the Sahara. The only time I didn't bring any liquid with me. I will drink the sweat coming off my forehead. That's how thirsty I am right now. Okay,
2: now, now why, I mean, why would you? How do you? Uh, <laughs> great news, you guys. David Hasselhoff is back on the red carpet.
3: Roll Hoff, roll off, roll, off, roll off. Hoff! Are there any rooms at the Marriott? <laughs> the Hoff loves to rock. I guess he doesn't love to rock anymore. <laughs> Ever since we turned him down for those Coachella tickets.
2: (laughs) Muggs is really just talking to himself at this point. All right, now here's an actual interesting person on the red carpet. Muggs is having a little trouble with access at Ant-Man, but Christoph Beck, who is a very acclaimed composer, he does the music for the Ant-Man movie. Did the last one as well. Uh, Not the greatest question Muggs has ever asked. What's your main inspiration
3: from... I guess uh, outside everyday environmental factors. How, what's your? Whoa. How do you sit down and go? Oh, I have to be inspired. A a score that's supposed to emotionally move people.
4: You know those. But, uh, wow. uh, outside those... environmental. I factors? don't know <laughs> what I
3: was asking there.
2: <laughs> uh, neither did he. I think he kept on walking. Uh, how Wait. about Mich- Michelle Pfeiffer? You guys, big star, oh, right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, man. <laughs>
2: I think I I froze. Actually, I was Um, so starstruck. Can I interest you in Academy Award winner uh, Michael Douglas?
4: Yes, please.
2: Michael
3: Douglas. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. There goes Michael. Doctor Hank Pym. Uh oh, he's yelling at somebody. I mean, you're not bringing us in-depth
2: interviews. Look,
3: look, it's hard, man. They they just keep walking when they see us,
2: you know? it's. But do you feel like singing Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas is going to bring him over? It might. Okay, all right. How about Ant-Man himself, you guys? How about Paul Rudd, huh? Oh, yeah. This is going to be fun. There goes Paul.
3: There goes Paul. Paul, 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 Paul. Paul, 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 Paul. B5 for Fall Pa. You nope. are just nope. You're punch drunk. <laughs>
2: oh man you... the, 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 the heat in the tent was definitely starting to get to me. You need to get home and get some sleep. <laughs> now, Evangeline Lily apparently looked fantastic on the red carpet mugs.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in my horny horny self couldn't couldn't contain myself.
2: <laughs> well said. Well said. Evangeline, you're looking
3: beautiful. I wish I could fit into that dress. Oh. <laughs> I made her smile and stick her tongue out at me. That means that was a great interview, I think.
9: Okay,
2: the bar has been
3: lowered, I'll tell you that. Oh, wow. (laughs) That interview, by the way.
4: What did you mean by I wish I could fit in that dress?
3: Let's just leave that up to your imagination. Well, because
4: it sounds like. It makes no sense. It sounds like you want to wear it. You want to wear the dress.
2: You weren't talking about getting in her her dress. You were talking about how you wanted to be in the dress. Maybe
3: I did. Maybe, Maybe
2: I did. All right. So here's what Muggs does when he realizes he's come up empty <laughs> with the interviews. Is he just decides he's going to do his own interviews. He's just going to pretend because he had all these great questions planned out. He didn't get a chance to talk to the folks, so he's just going to do the interview as if they were in front of him.
3: I got my cash sheet and I'm going to conduct my own interviews and kind of act out how the interviews would have gone. It's too too many interviews. I said there were too many interviews during the time. I'm not focusing, Sean. I'm really f- tired. <laughs> I am really f- tired. Make sure you cut most of this out so Omar doesn't get a hold of it. We sure will. (laughs) Seriously, because these are bad. They are. (laughs) All right, you guys, as you saw, most of the big stars of the movie walked right by us, and we weren't being... I'm
2: trying to do a goddamn piece here, and they're... God damn it. Now he's yelling at the people who actually are working at their premiere, who are doing their job because they're interfering with his fake job of doing interviews that didn't happen. But he does try one more time.
3: Hey, it's Paul Rudd. Paul, uh, tell me what it was like uh, playing Ant-Man. It was cool. Thank you, Paul. Uh, Hey, Michael, uh, uh, tell me what it was like playing Dr. Hank Pimp. I'm Michael Douglas.
2: What does that mean? Michelle,
3: I loved you in Scarface. What the f***? (laughs) Uh,
2: This
3: is bad. Let's cut all this out. No. I just want to go home.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Before Bugs goes home, he does his big finale, the sign-off from the Ant-Man and the Wasp red carpet premiere.
3: Well, I think it was a success here at the Ant-Man and the Wasp world premiere. (laughs) Well, so there you have it. I think it was a pretty big success. I got all the big stars of the movie. Everybody. Everybody I talked to. I love this.
2: He did love it. You can tell there was nothing but joy going through Bugs' mind. Great job, Bugs. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, guys.
1: You're not doing good so far. So far. The Kevin and Bean Show. You're not doing good on K Rock. K Rock.
2: They come to you, guys, and they say, Hey, we're from the city and we're gonna change the name of your street to Dick Street. Oh, yeah. I just wanna let you know Sweet. that it's gonna be awesome. Dick Street. Are you down with that? Or do you throw a hissy fit like the people in this neighborhood in New Jersey?
4: No, I celebrate it. Yeah. I like do I huh? make t shirts, hats. Come join what's, me on Dick Street.
2: What's going on is uh, Ellsworth Street is a very popular and long street in New Jersey. And there's just a little po- portion of it, three blocks of it, that is is named Dick Street for some reason. You know, lots of towns have weird things with roads and how they get named over the years and whatnot. So the uh, they, the, the city has looked into it and they've decided that it makes it difficult for emergency service personnel to always know where they're going when they're called. Because the whole thing is Ells- Ellsworth, except yeah. for this tiny little Dick Street is kind of hard to find. So they've decided they're just going to – they're going to change the part that's Dick Street to Ellsworth so it's all consistent. That makes, kinda, sense. Kinda makes sense. Kind of makes sense. they And they probably wouldn't have a problem with it if it weren't Dick Street. Mm-hmm. But here's the report where they went into the neighborhood to uh, Channel 4 New York to talk to some of the people who live on what is now Ellsworth and will soon be Dick Street.
10: It definitely is confusing. I'm standing right now on Ellsworth Street, but if I cross Howard Avenue here, uh, this now turns into Dick Street. So the homeowners on Ellsworth are struggling now with changing the name of their street. but. They want to know if they can change it to something other than Dick Street.
2: By the way, I want to say I'm personally offended as a man who who used the radio name Dick Street for many years back in the 80s. And I had no problems with it. (laughs) Good
10: name. Now all of a sudden it's a bad thing? People laugh when they think of Dick Street. Living on a street that's the butt (laughs) of jokes isn't what Kenneth Roman wants. Not exactly a good
12: name for a street. So uh, they can name it anything they want, you know.
10: Oh my God. Really? Yes. I need every
12: interview to be him. <laughs> Except for Dick Street.
10: <laughs> Roman and five of his neighbors live on a one block section of Ellsworth Street in Clifton about half a mile away from the rest of Ellsworth. City leaders have proposed changing the name of this section of Ellsworth to Dick Street to make it easier to find in an emergency. By the way, um
2: in 2017, I mean I guess people are people and 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 people love to to have a laugh, but is Dick Street still something that people are going to make fun of, or we're no more mature now than we would have been a hundred years ago or a thousand years yeah. ago?
4: Dick Street's always going to be. It's, funny. Always, be funny. it's yeah. always going to be
2: funny. It's always going to. has changed. Okay, there's yeah. no way we ever grow out of that as humans, you know, right? No. No. Okay. No, I hope
6: not. I don't. I don't like it. Why not? Because it's changed the address plus the name.
10: Rana worries that changing his home address on his driver's license and all of his paperwork will be a huge headache.
2: Okay, now. That's a little. That's sort of legitimate, right? Uh, absolutely, sure. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Okay.
10: But plus, he thinks switching his home address from Ellsworth Street to what he calls a less than flattering street name will make his property value go down. <laughs> now, is that true? <laughs>
4: Come
2: on. In other words, if 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 he goes to sell his house mm-hmm. and the next family that comes goes, oh. Great neighborhood, great schools. I uh, love this house. Yeah, great Ooh. open
4: concept.
2: Ooh, but Dick Street. Do we right. want to live on Dick Street? I mean Hard is, it, pass. is it possible that there are people who would pass on that property just because of the street that it's on?
4: I think that's a very small percentage. I think I would so. think. But
2: But who knows, right? I, I mean know. there there could be some people who just wouldn't. So I I yeah, I don't know if that'll fly or not.
11: So I don't wanna screw up my life.
10: Turns out people. I don't want to screw up my <laughs> life, he says. Really changing people. <laughs> he, <laughs> or
11: like that. He, he may be overreacting,
2: <laughs> by the way, to screw up his you life think- if they change his street name.
10: Turns out people have had reservations about the street address for decades. Samantha Trella's grandfather Lou was the developer who built most of the homes in this neighborhood, but when it came time to build his own home at the corner of
0: Howard and Dick in 1955, 1955- the story goes that my grandmother did not want a Dick Street address, and so. We have a Howard Ave address.
10: John Sedlak, seen here with his pet falcon.
2: Okay. All right. Goodness, everything. This neighborhood. I, this so I now need to move to Dick Street. I want to talk to that guy okay. that they interviewed first. Yes. I want to talk to this guy with his pet falcon.
10: What is happening in this neighborhood in New best. Jersey? Let's all go to Clifton, you guys. I'm in.
9: I'm in. John
10: Sedlak, seen here with his pet falcon, <laughs> says living on this street isn't as embarrassing as everyone thinks. That's just the weirdest
2: thing to just randomly mention in a news report. <laughs> uh, there, how about, sir, could you put the falcon down so we could talk <laughs> to you? Absolutely not. Why does the falcon have to be a part of it? <laughs> because
10: this. He has thoughts, I too. know people yes. that
2: are named Dick or their name's Richard and they're called Dick, so...
10: There is a city council meeting going. <laughs> <sound bite. laughs>
4: <laughs> Definitely worth keeping it. <laughs> I know people
10: named Richard or
2: Dick, so I mean, So that's his, his that's his, his
10: contribution <laughs> Is the unfinished remark so it's cool? <laughs> so, you know, so you know embarrassing as everyone thinks.
5: Well, I know people that are named Dick or their names Richard and are called Dick, so <laughs>
10: There is a city council meeting here in Clifton next week where they will vote on this issue. It's also worth pointing out that we used a GPS to get here to Ellsworth Street today. It did guide us to the right spot, and oh, we did yeah. not get lost. Yeah, oh. GPS. i Clifton, okay, New Jersey. Day. I'm Jen Maxfield, News for New York.
2: Okay, if the, if the GPS got her there fine, right. then
10: doesn't emergency services, wouldn't they be
4: using GPS too? Uh, and you would think the most updated. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, you yeah. would think
2: they would have whatever's necessary. In order I don't to... know.
4: We need to go back to the guy with the Falcon.
2: Yeah, I, I we really do. So, and we got to go to Clifton, New Jersey apparently. <laughs> That's all there is. Ever. Dick Street forever. I really don't
1: like it, any of them. The Kevin and Bean show.
12: How can you say that, bro? So maybe they're not politically
5: correct, but it's funny. K Rock. Whitney Cummings just walked in dressed like Britney Spears. Hey, Ted.
14: Yes, looks so good too. And, you, but I didn't know why at you first. You don't say Kevin. that every
5: every day.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I
5: didn't know why at first either. I was like, oh, she's really committing to this bit.
6: Do you guys follow um, Britney Spears currently on social media? No, her do not. Her body is banging. It is, but so is her confused uh yeah. choices so are There's they a lot they're a lot also going banging on. but I can't tell is it a joke is she drunk or am i just doing you mean on her wrong? social media yeah she like does these like uh fashion show walks mm-hmm. um down down her long hallway down her long hallway yeah. for the camera yeah
5: it sort of she seems like she's a goofy person is it goofy or is she something more
6: what, have you taken Xanax before? Yeah, I don't know. I can't say. That's gonna get us. That's gonna get us. Uh, <laughs> I just know when I see people having too much fun on social media, I'm like, I have to know what they like, what their cocktail is, because right. like, right. I no, want that kind sober. of self-esteem. Yeah. I need that. That's I feel like alleged. I'm gonna, That is, alleged. Uh, that right, is alleged. a That is a I know.
14: Please don't sue me. <laughs> and I think she's been kind of. Uh, babied and pampered for the last that's 10 or 12 true. years, that maybe she doesn't know what the hell is going on.
6: You get infantilized, yeah. She's robotic, famous. like, get
14: to the concert at this time, then we'll take you oh. home, then you're gonna do a video. That's and her whole life. This.
5: I mean, that's been her yeah, whole yeah, life, yeah. though, right? Too,
6: yeah. It's just like there's a certain point, yeah, where she just kind of plays dress up. I think right. when you don't have a childhood, and you know, cause she was famous when she was a kid, you then become an adult, and you're like, I'm gonna have my childhood now, yeah, it's never too late, Aww. and
5: that never goes well. You didn't bring your dogs, by the way. I didn't
6: bring yeah, my dogs What's up? because I took an Uber and I want to have a high rating. <laughs> <laughs>
7: do Ubers not no, let you to take a I dog? I learned
6: that I have a low Uber rating. And why do you I have a low Uber God, rating? I think it's because I tell them which is a better route than Waze and guys don't like being told what to do by shrill women.
5: <laughs> even, if <there's, laughs> even if it's a quicker way to go? Even, even if
6: it's quite, no, yeah. I think they'd rather go the longer way and not be told what to do because I'm just okay. like, okay, take a left here and this is the quicker way. So and,
5: now what do you do that you have a lower rating? Do you have to suffer with a low I rating to and keep doing Bridges it? I have to wear that Britney
6: Spears costume every time I get it. But into I'm saying do you keep giving
5: them directions, or are you going to try and get your
14: rating up a little? I bit I will
6: more? not change my ways. Okay. Uh, I'm too stubborn for that, but I do feel like bringing dogs
14: and stuff, <laughs> farting
4: dogs. you know,
14: Making them stop at Seven Eleven for a red Slurpee that's, <laughs> that's overflowing on the very top. Not
4: helpful <laughs> no. in the white
14: upholstery. Do you
4: know what your rating is, the actual number? <laughs> um, I think it's like two.
0: And a half. No, <laughs> no I swear to God. No. I know
6: I have a low Uber rating because I went on a date with a guy that I met on a dating app, and we got an Uber, and he's like, oh, let me see your Uber rating. And I was like, there's just, I didn't, I, and I was like, sure, look at it. Like, I don't even, even like, know
13: where it is, how, oh, how find it. Oh, you can
4: look it up, and they'll email it to
13: you. Oh, you do. can. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
6: And he he found it on either my phone or he asked the Uber driver for it. It was like kind of a flirty joke. Right. And we were like, Yeah, oh, what if I had a low rating? How weird would that be? And he was like, do you have like a two? <laughs> and he and it truly got weird. And I literally, I, I heard from him again like four months later. Did like, that ruin the night? About like advice about like where to go on a vacation. It was not like, can <laughs> oh, I see you no. again? <laughs> uh does anyone eat candy from the Ubers? I do. I mean, what? 100% I always what? eat the butter, if I do too, Honestly. Yeah. Really? If yeah. they're offering me the candy, I'm but taking oh, the here's candy.
14: here's the problem. Is Mo- it the
6: only thing we learn from our parents? Don't talk to strangers. <laughs> yes. Don't get in car yes. and don't eat a stranger's candy. No, that most, is of time, up
5: most of the time, most of the time it's uh it's nasty. Most of the time well, it is. it's always like off but I always hope there's always hope. Maybe the next Uber I
14: get are you, in.
6: Are you a big butterscotch guy? I mean, I like candy. <laughs> I do,
14: too. So if it's there. The scary you thing, you Whitney, though, so when, they, when they have the waters, this has happened three times. I've twisted the top. Uh-huh. It wasn't sealed. So they oh, were filling up the no! water with some other uh-huh. thing. Like, have
6: a have a free water. Cyanide.
14: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't want this water. It's already open. It's so I, I called him out each time on so it. So crazy. I was listening yesterday to Kevin Pollock's
5: chat show
6: really yes and you were
5: on it he's the best and my daughter came in at the exact wrong time because oh, it was no. time for dinner and you had just said the words i once performed stand-up in a staircase <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> what? what how is what? that what <laughs> how would that even work yeah and i had to turn it off yeah. and go to dinner and i didn't have time and i'm like I, i'm gonna have I to ask you
4: finish your story what? For kevin <laughs> when a you staircase
6: know. You know comics. Uh, we we could do corporate gigs sometimes. We do casino gigs. We could do college gigs. There's uh, We do comedy in bowling alleys and on boats and, I mean, just the most horrific circumstances sometimes. And I, I got asked to do this corporate gig in Vegas for that CES convention. Oh, the Consumer Electronics yeah. Show, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, great, okay, this will pay some bills. And I go, and it's for some, like, computer company. I don't even know what it is. And I get there, and I get up there, and it's a hotel room with, like, 14 people they have nothing set up. There's no microphone. There's nothing. And or did they know you were coming? They did. <laughs> I just They didn't know that i they had hired me. But I ambushed oh. them. And uh, and No, and I go in and there's like crudité. There's like wine. Everybody's getting wasted. And they're like, alright, are you ready to do your thing? And I was like, do you know what I... I was like, first of all, am I a stripper? If I am... Yeah, I'm concerned gonna, that maybe they hired gonna you. Go for go there's no pole, but there's yeah. no pole. Wow. So I'm like, okay. okay. And then I didn't know where to do it because as a stand-up, you want to be a little bit above your audience. And so I just stood on this staircase while they sat on a couch, and I didn't even have a microphone. It was just so. Oh, that sounds there's, terrible. There's just no limit to the humiliation of a comedian. And you know? 14 people. That has Literally to be. Literally 14 a... people, half of which were sitting on a couch that was facing away from me. And they were swiveling back to no. look at me. Uh, and they'd be like, they would look back at me and laugh, and then look forward for the setup and look back for the punchline. <laughs> they were like, getting like, uh, oh, God, it was so embarrassing. But it's like, it's that's that's, worse than I thought. Yeah, it's like, in it's, comedians were always being put in these completely. Insane situations. I did a show recently. I was on the road, and in the front row, a guy had a service cat. That was a hairless service cat. Mm-hmm. So for an hour, I'm like, how am I supposed to focus this like Dr. Evil? He's holding, he's literally holding a hairless cat and just like petting its wrinkles. And I was just oh, like, I this so is weird. the weirdest job. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? We always love having you. You guys are the best. Yes. I'm bummed I didn't get to do the comedy show this year. I'm, well, determined, just... I'm determined to do it next year.
5: Next year we'll do it. All right. I would
1: love to. Thanks for right. coming in. We Thanks appreciate for having it. me. You're welcome. The Kevin and Bean Show It's cool. I'm guessing it's many things. Cool. It's... I don't thing it's not, it's not, the world famous
5: K-Rock. K-Rock. So this past Monday morning, uh, Beer Mug came in, and usually when we come in on a Monday, we have to sort of take stock of what we need to rebuild. Right. I, I don't know what happens over the weekend, <laughs> but... Chip comes in. She has to, like, rebuild all the equipment for some reason. It's all been destroyed. I don't know what goes on over the weekends here.
2: Computers are turned off. Uh, Furniture is stacked up (laughs) at the side of the room. Sometimes there's a stray stray puppy. It's just we have no idea what goes on on the weekend here. And that's every Monday. So this
5: past Monday, Muggs comes in, and he goes, Kevin, come here. Look at this. And he points at the floor, and there's a giant throw-up stain on the floor of the phone-op room, which is a very, very small room.
7: And,
2: and this is the room where Beer Mug and our friend Reuben answer the phones for the Kevin yes. Bean Show. in this morning, they sit there, and it's like a clo- it's a cl- the size of a closet is yes. what it is. And there's a huge throw up stain,
5: and a little air freshener. <laughs> 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 and you can sort of tell that somebody half heartedly tried to clean it up, right? Because. They were wiping it, and it, half of it probably came up. The other half was forced into the carpet. Oh, just ground in puke. Yes, yes. Okay. So then we said, "What's going on?"
1: Vomit. Right.
9: Why? Yeah. Who? How?
1: Just vomit. Barf,
5: barf city. Right. Why leave it there? What, yeah. What's happening on the weekend? Right. Chip said, "I came in Saturday. There was a wedding here." What? Yes. You know whose wedding it
4: was. Who?
5: Karina. Karina. Sweet,
4: Sweet Karina. In HR. Why is she puking everywhere? Right? That's
5: my question. Karina?
4: Yes.
2: First of all, congratulations.
4: Thank you.
2: <laughs> Who has a wedding at a radio station?
8: You know, someone who's broke and needs to get every penny's worth.
2: <laughs> Where did they actually hold the service, Karina?
8: At the sound space.
2: Nice. Oh, okay. All right. and, and how many people do you have?
8: About 70, probably.
2: Okay. And did you have uh, catered? Was it food food and drinks provided? There
8: was a, there was a taco man, and we had an open bar of our own. You
4: did, huh? I mean, Karina, <laughs> I voted for you for Employee of the Month. <laughs> I didn't see an invite. I was wondering
2: about right? that. How come we didn't find out about this wedding until after it happened when you sent out Seriously? the company email?
4: It was
8: very low-key. I couldn't invite everyone. Uh, yeah,
2: I... Okay, you had 70 people there, but Allie, <laughs> yes. who voted for you for yeah. Employee of the Month, wasn't. didn't make the cut of 70? Thank
8: you. I'm sorry, Allie. I'm sorry. It's fine. I mean, how you many relatives won. and
2: friends do you have?
8: Jeez. <laughs> <All> <laughs> You're right. only the closest. <laughs> At so, what
5: point did you drink too much and come over into our phone op room and throw up?
8: You know, I wish I could say it was me because, first of all, I'm also pregnant, so it would make sense that
2: I. But you like just got married
4: Saturday, Karina. Yeah, I was. You got fast. pregnant what? already? That was quick. <laughs> she works <fast>. My <laughs> husband is magical.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that because at least then you would have been able to drink at your own reception. Right. So it, it right. wasn't you. We can actually take you off the list, right? Okay. Wait a
8: minute. Hold on. She's pregnant. Uh huh. She's
2: still oh, gonna throw oh, up. That's pregnant?
8: true. Right. Pregnant
2: ladies' vomit, All
8: right? But I left that behind in the first trimester, so it wasn't me. Okay, it wasn't All you. All right.
2: Now, what, uh, so you say about a 70 people. Was there a lot of drinking going on? Did it really get out of control? I can answer that. Yes. Well, we know it did for one person, <laughs> but let me just find out in general. I mean, did it seem like it was, uh, were people partying pretty hard and an open bar is usually an invitation to overdo?
8: <laughs> well, we did run out of beer, so, mm. you know, it Sweet. wasn't like we were going crazy.
2: Uh, okay. You should have come in the phone op room. You could have taken it off the carpet. Oh, Kevin! Now, at at what point did it did security get so lax that people were allowed to wander away from the sound space and that's just what go? I'm yes, that's what we're saying.
8: <laughs> what are you talking about? That's what you're saying. <laughs> 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 trying to make sure my wedding was going great. I wasn't worried about security at that what? time. What? So, so people could just wander
2: off into the radio station?
8: I guess so. There was a curtain, you know, but nothing's going to stop people that are curious and never been to K-Rock before. And
5: So somebody's drunk, and they wander in there, and they literally—I mean, there's a bathroom 12, eh, 20 feet away, maybe?
2: right. Yeah, just make it to the bathroom. Yeah, better option. Better sure. option for vomit. Now, we were told that it—I uh, don't know how uh, Dave got this information, but he's under the impression that it was somebody who was giving somebody else a tour and maybe somebody had asked, hey, where do the DJs work or something like that. But you never heard back from any of your guests. Oh, uh, by the way, I I, I ralphed in the, in the hallway, right?
8: Well, no. Okay, so someone comes up to me and they say— Hey, look at this picture. I'm giving my son a tour, and uh, we're we're here in the studio or whatever. And I'm like, first of all, that's not the studio, but okay. And uh, he shows me the picture. I'm like, cute, okay. I'm I'm kind of upset that they wandered off. And I'm like, what? Okay. And uh, he tells me, but unfortunately my son just uh, threw up in there. And I'm like, no, you're Hmm. kidding. I Uh, honestly thought he was joking when he was telling me. I didn't believe him. Could I uh, butt in just for a second? Yes.
5: That is an adult-sized puke. <laughs> There's no yeah, I kid. I did
8: go near the puke.
5: There's like, no kid that. that's doing that.
8: <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe he's covering. He's like, son, if you cover for me this one time. Right? Oh, wow.
7: I see. I,
2: I see.
8: don't know.
5: That is not kid puke. <laughs>
8: So,
2: why, do you have any idea, if you heard that story, why the the family didn't go, hey, maybe it's, our, it's on us to kind of clean it up and not leave it in a place of business over the weekend?
8: No, I told him, he told me, um, go ahead and charge us for whatever damages it is. And I said, no, did you clean it? And he said, well, no. And I said, can you clean it? <laughs> I was like, uh, we're not gonna just going to leave it there.
5: So, you knew who it was.
8: Yeah. Huh.
4: Yeah. Hmm. I know who to send the bill to.
2: And it
8: sounds like Karina, even though it was the
2: most special day of her whole life, was. Why are
4: you dealing with this? Yeah,
2: was dealing with it (laughs) and was still trying to get them to do the right thing.
8: Right, no, and then I'd go tell my husband, I was like, this is your family that I'm Mm. marrying
4: into, so you go take care of this. Wow. See? If you (laughs) you would have invited me, we could have left him off the list. (laughs) Right? Right. Next time. Okay. Oh.
2: (laughs)
7: Karina. (laughs) Next time already. Wow.
2: It's been a rough week for Garita. <laughs> it was uh it was not a good surprise I'm for so us on Monday. Sorry. But uh, they did they did clean it. I understand they uh, do I have this right they did professional they had a they professional had to bring in a on deep Monday. cleaner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh
5: who's who's the guy's name?
8: Uh his name is actually the same name as my husband Mario Perez. <laughs> mm. Same but name as your a, husband. Yeah, no. <laughs>
4: Karina, is it your husband? No, it wasn't my husband, I promise. Hmm. Karina, a little right. bit? A little bit? Was it your husband? Well,
2: if you've never had the opportunity to enjoy the fresh smell of vomit after 48 <laughs> hours, <laughs> <laughs> don't. Oh. Thank you for your
5: time, Karina. Congratulations.
8: I'm so embarrassed. Thank you
1: so much. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. They're idiots. What's up with Florida? You've
8: got yet, people in Florida! F-
7: you
9: your f- bastard! Florida! Florida!
2: What's up with Florida? You always have the craziest news. What's up with you, Florida? Florida, Florida. What's up with Florida? Let's all find out what happened now in Florida. I don't know how they continue to do it, but they continue to do it. America's most penis-shaped state is back in the news many times, so it's time for another round of What's up with Florida. Uh, Kimberly Dunn, 35, accused of shooting her husband in the testicles, Kevin. Oh, man, shooting her husband in the testicles? Can you? Ooh. No. Imagine. No. Is uh, back in the news. This uh, original story happened a few months ago. Uh, Her husband and her brother came to her Lake City home to pick up an air conditioning unit that she was trying to sell on Facebook. The couple was going through a divorce at the time. And I think there was a dispute over who really owned the air conditioner. She was trying to sell it for the money. He's like, no, no, that's my air conditioner. So they showed up. So Miss Dunn sat on the air conditioning unit to prevent the men from taking it. When her husband tried to get her off the AC unit, she tried to fend him off with a stun gun. What's happening? Then... Fired around at her now ex-husband's testicles using a handgun. So she was loaded for bear when these two guys showed up for this air conditioner. She's sitting outside on the air conditioning unit with a stun gun in one hand and a handgun in the other. And pointed at his crotch. Like just shooting him isn't going to be enough. It's got to be there. Her husband's brother was able to restrain the woman and take his brother to the hospital. Uh, Police say her husband picked up the gun and brought it with him to the hospital. So the reason she is back in the news is she failed to show up for court and now she is facing an additional charge of contempt of court. That story is the most Florida story ever, isn't it?
5: Also, I'd like to know how much the air conditioner went for because it's probably (laughs) very, very small.
2: Yeah. And and I'd like to know what the uh, medical outcome was from being shot in the (laughs) ball. It does seem like it might leave a mark. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Port Ritchie, Florida, this is a weird story. Look, look, look. I, like many people, am enormously frustrated and beyond that, terrified by the number of people that I see on the road who are driving while texting. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it wig you guys out when you encounter it all the time now? Yeah, it does seem like it's everywhere. I hate it. Philip Macchio is an Uber driver. He's driving near State Road 52 on Friday when he noticed another driver texting while driving. So he decided he was going to show him what's up. He drove in front of the victim's vehicle. You'll find out why he's a victim in a moment. Tapped his brakes multiple times. Trying to get this driver's attention. Trying to say, hey, maybe don't text while you drive. I'm not sure a brake check is the way to do that. Mm -mm. I'm not sure it is either. So the other driver, the texter, drove around Mr. Macchio in an attempt to pass him. Then... The Uber driver pulled out a gun oh, and pointed a firearm out her. She what? Just, she Shot her in up, the balls? Didn't shoot her, no. Doesn't okay. have balls, no. Okay. He had a black Glock 19 in his center console with him in his Uber, by the way. He said he was annoyed that the other driver was texting and driving, and that's what he was trying to do, was try to show her. Look, if you're annoyed, you're allowed to pull a gun. I think that's, I think that's I the law, think law. Think in yeah. Florida. I, mm-hmm. I think that's the law in Florida. Sure. It does sound like something that would be the law in Florida, doesn't it? <laughs> so apparently he overreacted, I guess, is what I'm saying. They're both in the wrong here. Who's more in the wrong, though? The woman Him. who's driving and texting or the, yeah. wo- the guy who pulls out the gun? Him. You'll never make it as a Florida judge. <laughs> all right. There's nothing funny about uh, underage sex. All right. So don't misinterpret me bringing up 64-year-old Paul Amato. Who responded to a sting online? He thought he was meeting an underage girl for sex. It turned out to be the police in a sting operation. The only reason I bring this story up is there are two problems that I have with this news report you'll are about to hear eight seconds of. One is Mr. Amato know your audience, if you're going after a teenager, maybe don't dress up as an Elvis impersonator to meet her in the parking oh, lot of the Lowe's. No. I don't know that there are going to be a lot of teenage girls that know who Elvis is or will be impressed by it. And I also would like to say to the news anchor in this story, maybe this story of meeting a girl for underage sex is not the story to pull out the Elvis puns.
14: His desire for burning love with an underage girl is what investigators say led to the arrest of an Elvis impersonator in Brevard County.
2: Maybe leave the burning love comedy out of that report, okay? I'm
11: horny for you.
2: Okay. And uh, finally... Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is uh, Largo, Florida. Police officers responded to a home on uh, April the 8th after someone reported seeing a man smashing a mailbox... When they arrived at the home, they found William Timothy Anderson Thomas, who I think has too many names, yep, by the way. Agreed. 25 years old, on the property, shirtless, covered in dirt. Love According it. to the arrest affidavit, a trailer tire had been flattened, a window on the house was broken, and a mailbox, a real estate sign, and a garden angel were completely destroyed. Police say that Mr. Thomas admitted to willfully and maliciously damaging the property. He stated that the reason was... He had listened to too much music and masturbated too much, what? so he felt like going out and destroying stuff.
5: Wh- what? I would
4: think that masturbating too much would put you in a very calm Perhaps mood. Perhaps
5: maybe you need a nap.
4: I would yeah. think so too. This Maybe is a he's very doing it wrong. Right. This is a oh, very no.
5: weird reaction. <laughs> and I,
2: I'm troubled to think how he could be doing it wrong. <laughs> he was arrested and charged with burglary and criminal mischief and booked into the Pinellas County jail with a bond set at seven thousand dollars. We'll have plenty of time to properly masturbate. And this has been What's Up with Florida. Florida, Florida, Florida.
1: What's up with Florida?